Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Word of God. We're studying the Bible. Our desire is to know the Word of God so we can know God better and follow God better. We're working our way through the Bible. We're working our way right now through 2 John. This is episode 53, and today we're looking at 2 John verse 9. Just looking at this one verse. Now we need to go back and look at the verses we just looked at last time as he talked about deceivers. He said, many deceivers have gone out into the world. They did not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. This is the deceiver and the antichrist. Then he says, watch yourselves so you don't lose what we have worked for. You may receive a full reward. Now today, verse 9, he says, anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching but goes beyond it, does not have God. The one who remains in that teaching, this one has both the Father and the Son. So his concern is the teaching of Christ, remaining in Christ's teaching. Now, remain, we've seen this before in 1 John, often it gets translated as abide. And for those of you who have been in the church world a long time, you you recognize that, that abide, that live in that live close, connected to. And so that's what he talks about, remaining in Christ's teaching, abiding in Christ's teaching. He says, anyone who doesn't do that, but goes beyond. Now to go beyond Christ's teaching, the the word translated goes beyond is, it's the Greek verb proago. It means to, to go beyond, to go too far, to run ahead, or even could be mean to be progressive. And as I was looking at that, the progressive jumped out at me because we have a lot of churches today who define themselves as progressive or people who say they're Christians, but they are progressive Christians. Now we have to be careful that we don't just take this Greek word, which can mean progressive, and take people who call themselves progressive now and tie those together but just so we don't think this is just something that happened back in the time of John but this is still something we need to be careful of people who go beyond who run ahead who go too far when it comes to Christ's teaching he didn't say you can't be progressive what he says is being progressive to the point where you're no longer remaining in Christ's teaching. How far is too far? Well, if we've reviewed 1 John and 2 John, talked about the centrality of who Jesus is. So let's run for a minute with this this term progressive. Because right now, today, if you Google churches around you and look for progressive Christian church, you're you're liable to find one. They're, They're all over the place or writers who write Christian books who define themselves as progressive. What do progressive Christians say about themselves? So I went to a website, progressivechristianity.org, and this isn't just some group that some person made up, but this is a group of progressive Christians who work together. Uh, It's endorsed by Brian McLaren, a uh, a famous author uh, in, in Maryland. But they have their eight points of progressive Christianity. Now, this is not a, a dogmatic statement of faith because they actually reject that, but it's 
written by a group of people who define themselves as progressive Christians, and they say, this pretty much describes what progressive Christianity is. These eight points. Now, not everybody's going to agree with these, but let's real quickly work through the eight points of progressive Christianity. Point one is that they believe that following a path the teacher Jesus can lead to healing and wholeness, a mystical connection to God, as well an awareness and experience of not only the sacred, but the oneness and unity of all life. Well, that's kind of flowery language, but it's following Jesus. Well, that sounds okay. The second point is affirm that the teachings of Jesus provide but one of the many ways to experience God, the sacredness, oneness, and unity of life, and that we can draw from diverse sources of wisdom, including earth, in our spiritual journey. So God is in quotation marks. Now, you know you're in trouble here when you start saying God in quotation marks, that pretty much it's up to the user to define what God means, and that Jesus is just one of many paths to experience this God in quotation marks. Well, that sounds kind of like what John is arguing against these antichrists, these false teachers, those who are changing what it means to follow Christ. Their third point of progressive Christianity is to seek and create community that's inclusive of all people, including but not limited to, and they go through a variety of categories of people, which um, generally we would have no qualm with. Uh, we do want to be inclusive. But they also include all creatures and plant life. So looking to have a spiritual community with plant life, uh, maybe that's going too far. Uh, their fourth point is uh, it's about environmentalism, about how we treat the earth. Uh, point five, uh, there's value in questioning open heart, open mind, rather than absolutes or dogma. Now, we'll be careful we don't get too caught up in absolutes and dogma, but there are certain things that are absolute. Uh, the gospel is pretty absolute. There's, there's no wiggle room there. And so progressive Christians would reject the gospel as we understand it. Uh, point six is work toward peace and justice among all people and all life on earth. Uh, point seven is protect and restore the integrity of our earth and all creation. Point eight, commit to a path of lifelong learning, compassion, selfless love. A lot of this is good stuff. It, you know, it's good things to be compassionate, to be inclusive, to be caring, to create community. But notice how they never made any mention of the gospel, forgiveness of sin, uh, reconciliation with God, because it's pretty much up to the user to define all that. So I go through this not to just throw rocks at, at progressive Christians, but to, as a warning. Just because a group says they're a church doesn't mean they're not going beyond, that they haven't lost sight of the gospel. You know, I'm pastor of a Baptist church, and even churches in our community who call themselves Baptist churches, many of them have embraced this progressive Christianity and are guilty of the very thing that John is warning here, saying that anyone who does not remain in Christ's teaching but goes beyond it does not have God. So to go beyond, to go too far, that's where you've gone so far that you've actually lost the teachings of Christ. And that's something that's alive and well today. They say they're following Christ, 
What they're really doing is they're saying Christ is nice. We want to be nice. That makes us followers of Christ. But if you've lost the gospel, you've gone too far. Second part of verse 9, John says, The one who remains in that teaching, this one has both the Father and the Son. This is very much opposed to that one point in, in progressive Christianity that Jesus is just one path. No, John's pretty clear. Jesus is the only path. You cannot have the Father without the Son. Similarly, you can't have the Son without the Father. We believe in the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And the only way to be connected to God the Father is through God the Son. And when we connect to God the Son and God the Father, we receive God the Holy Spirit. Anything other than that is going too far, going beyond, running out ahead, and then actually losing the, the teachings of, of Jesus Christ. The one who remains in that teaching, this one has both the Father and the Son. The, the point being, either God has spoken or God has not spoken. And if God has spoken, then we have to ask, how? And anything other than clinging to the Word of God, to the Bible, we're, we're in the, the category of we're just making it up ourselves, and we're deciding what God has said. And the amazing thing is, when we start deciding what God has said, it always matches what we think. You know, God thinks like me, amazingly enough, if it's left up to me to decide. But luckily, it's not left up to me to decide, because God has spoken. God has clearly spoken through his Son, Jesus Christ, and through the apostles that Jesus chose and lived amongst for three years before he died on the cross, then rose from the dead, and by that proving that what he said is true. If we do not remain in Christ's teaching, but go beyond, progress out beyond what the Word of God clearly tells us, we've gone too far, and that then we no longer remain in Christ's teaching. And if we're not remaining in Christ's teachings, we don't have Christ or the Father. So that's why we're going through the Word of God. That's why we're doing this podcast, to study the Word of God so we can know the truth and recognize error and remain connected, abiding in the Son. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Second John.